0: Welcome to episode 108 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me giving society one of five available stars on Twitter at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you looking for upvotes, Chris?
1: I am on the Twitter at CD am and I'm giving, I'm giving the world like three and a half stars. Trending down. <laughs> because I'm up with people.
0: I don't know. If, tr- if Trump is president again, we have to remove one of society's Michelin stars.
1: <laughs> it'll be a maximum of, instead of a maximum of five stars, it'll only be a maximum of four stars. And we'll have to adjust our, we'll have to adjust, we'll have to adjust how it goes.
0: I'm upset that I just brought that up because now I feel like I haven't had this on my mind and maybe that's why we had such a hard time pulling an agenda together. This week was like, I'm despondent. <laughs> You're despondent. <laughs> Things are not good. Yeah. And I'm- my biggest concern is like we've talked about, like... His actions don't really affect people's lives yet. And so there's this, there remains to be this benefit of the doubt that, well, it doesn't matter that much, does it? And, and anyway, I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm less so, but that's, that's just uh that's just how it goes. And you know me, I'm not a worrier. I don't worry. Yeah. Are you sure? No. Oh, I'm very
0: <laughs> sure. I'm very, very at peace with, uh, the things i can't control. i guess that's what allowed me to spend the uh, brain energy on the big picture concerns.
1: right. okay. i see.
0: <laughs> i don't control like i don't worry about my life, but i worry about like my death. <laughs> 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 all right, interact with the show on twitter at 2 on 3 pod or hit us up via email at, at two on 3 podcom we really do love to hear from you, believe it or not. Tonight we're going to use the front page of the internet to talk about how it's always something with you, not you of course, listener, but you, that person that you're looking at while you listen to the show. We'll start with an underwhelming travelogue as we see if there's any merit to expressing dissatisfaction with your vacation choices. We'll move on to a review of the veracity of some of Reddit's favorite fun facts. And finally we'll do a breakdown of a few entries from Reddit's popular Am I the Asshole page. Beyond the buzzer, we'll pause for while before heading to the OT to go out for an interesting dinner and meet an interesting guest. Well, Chris, it's midwinter break around these parts. Did your family get
1: out of town? It is ski week for the uh, for those for those who are inclined. And um, no, we didn't leave town. We didn't even take any time off. Like as my wife and I just worked, and I got to be. It got me thinking. like I don't know if we go on vacation enough, and and it's weird cuz i don't know why we don't i mean spring break will go that's that's in april we've got something on the books there uh-huh. we do we do something in the summer and then we do something around the holidays but it always seems like it's the summer and the and the holiday ones are like family vacations like uh-huh. it's extended you have to deal with extended family which hardly feels like a vacation at all sometimes no no right? it's a trip <laughs> it's not a
0: vacation to go see your family
1: that's that's just a trip or so, we have to
0: go somewhere and live our lives with a bunch of other people that's not so a vacation
1: f- 52 weeks a year one vacation week really what it comes down to and i was just thinking oh, why <laughs> i'm just not, i'm not quite sure how this whole thing works because well do you take time off I mean yeah days off here and there right but, well, yeah, that's but still what... I mean we only have I mean I'm pretty fortunate I get I get uh I guess I get 3 weeks of vacation plus 5 additional personal days so 20 total days which is a pretty good mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie but but they go pretty fast I mean those those you know those personal days uh-huh. disappear faster than smokes at an AA meeting, right? They just like they're just <laughs> they're just gone. You just turn around, and you're like, where did those personal days go? I had to go to the dentist, the kids had to go there, there's a golf thing here, and then all of a sudden I got sure. none of those. I got none. So it just it's just it's just one of those deals where it's our it's just it's not even March yet. <laughs> I'm thinking I need to go on more vacations. And my wife and I were having this discussion this evening. And it's like, what are we doing? What, why are we going on? Why don't we go places? Like you see people on the Facebook. They're in Hawaii and Mexico this week and skiing. And it's like, why, why are we doing anything? I just, I don't know. I don't I know why. why. Why is that? Because it's
0: easier not to. <laughs> <And> <laughs> why I'm would you lazy? go somewhere
1: else? All your shit
0: is at your house.
1: <laughs> I'm too lazy to go on vacation is basically what this comes down to.
0: Um Yeah. That's that's what I understand here. <laughs> I don't know if that's true,
1: but maybe.
0: I mean I know I like, that's why well uh, go ahead, sorry.
1: I like I like being places, but I hate going places. Does that make any sense? Of course. If I could teleport, I'd go on
0: vacation all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's just maybe what it comes down to. It's just Mustering up the the energy, and I appreciate the people who do it. You know, like let's just jam the kids into the car, onto a plane, or we'll go somewhere for a week, and it'll be great. And I just, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. You know I feel like you guys head. are in the vacation sweet spot from a kid
0: age thing. You really should be hitting it hard now. We should. Before but, you're too old to enjoy it and they're too old to enjoy it. Like yeah. you're in the sweet spot. You got to go now. Like I you know. only have 5 years until it starts to suck again. So,
1: but like I said, there's out of the 3 out of the 3 weeks that we can commit to full-on vacation, mm-hmm. two of them are already spoken for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's that's just that's sort of the difficult part of it. So, I don't We're know. talking
0: about skipping Thanksgiving next year.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: We're like, yes. fuck it, let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad deal. At some point, don't you just gotta cut the extended family loose? Like,
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, you know what? We'll see you next year.
1: Right. That's All my year. extended family when I was a kid lived in the Philippines, and we lived here, so we right. didn't, We saw them we saw the extended family once every seven, eight years. <laughs> I saw like three times in my life. By the time I was twenty-one, did I ever go to the Philippines? So.
0: Do they expect you like have a relationship with these uh, people later no, on?
1: No, I mean I do. I have a, a good relationship with my cousins, but I mean they have a better relationship with each other. Obviously, they're more like family, but we're just like the the American villas and yours. Hey, we're kind of a novelty when we show up, but right. But we spent all of our vacations with ourselves, right? It was uh, my dad was like, well, we're just gonna go here. It's like everything, we never had to include extended family, and, <clears throat> no, and I, I and I don't, and and we do.
0: You don't have to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel obligated. There, how's that? Well,
0: you know, I wanted to get into segment one here, and that's a nice transition, because what I wanted to start by talking about was this idea, like extended family, of things that have a really high amplitude in enjoyment. And vacation is also one of those things. So let's get started. And what I wanted to start with was this idea that we have this fire pit <laughs> that I built, like, for a holiday. I think it was, like, I built it 48 hours before, like, Memorial Day weekend or something. And it was fun. We lit a fire, and it was great, and it was very enjoyable. I have a lot of good memories, but, like, we've used it maybe twice in the four years since I built it, maybe five <laughs> times at most, because a fire is one of those things, often like a cigarette, which I only enjoy if I've been drinking. <laughs> but other at, at all the times, I, I'm a, And a fire pit is the same... It's very similar. <laughs> I
1: enjoy you while I'm to,
0: drinking. Correct, because you think about like going camping, right? And the fire, you the fire is a huge part of the camp, like the camping experience. But it's primarily because there ain't shit else to do, right? There's no, there's no electricity, so we're going to stare at the fire. And this is an ideal time to consume intoxicants <laughs> and stare at the fire because it's not that they do. But like it, just in your backyard, it's just it's not working out. And that's one of those things that. You know, extended family on the holidays can be very much like that. It's like you hit the wrong, you, know, you say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. And uh, it can be very uncomfortable very quickly. But it can also like be some of the greatest memories uh, that you ever are able to create. Anyway, so our, tra- our topic is one-star reviews of Seven Wonders of the World, which I thought was very <laughs> apropos, this idea that you could go see something that people, in the modern Seven Wonders, to be clear for our listeners, uh, considering the ancient Seven Wonders mostly don't exist outside of the pyramids. But um, I guess to get started, the first one that was on this list that I thought was interesting was the Colosseum, because how do you give a one-star to the Colosseum? Have you, have you been fortunate enough to see the Colosseum in person?
1: I I have not
0: okay so the coliseum is really cool it's it's a lot smaller than you probably expect because when you stand on the ground uh the way it towers over the the surrounding area because it's a kind of a parky area there's no other buildings Mm -hmm. it looks much bigger in photographs than it is in real life
1: yes it's tiny Um, it's like it's like the gladiator people the gladiator movie people made it look like this giant thing it's not
0: no (laughs) it's it's tall but small so it's like, you know, four stories, and really it's only three stories of stands because the there's it's Anyway, I don't need to explain how the Coliseum's like. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> point of the story. Here's the one star review from Jahorn. User Jahorn from uh this came from TripAdvisor. Creepy Place. Don't like to see the persecution of Christians. Creepy place. The pain and suffering here was beyond imagination.
1: Wait, wait, They they actually were pers- they, they were persecuting Christians there that day. <laughs>
0: he, apparently, he was able to see it in his mind.
1: Oh, Jahorn. oh! He got triggered.
0: He did. By, he, didn't he got like, triggered by. Yeah, the environment was too much for him to handle. The per- where how can this how can Jahorn go anywhere?
1: <laughs> people I mean, died here is very sad. People died here is very sad. What? Built by slaves too. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> this is my favorite part of the, the of the ancient wonders and all these wonders that show up on here. Built by slaves. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I don't know I mean, why I laughed because so, I'm so uncomfortable. Once, <laughs> so yeah. So once we get past that, like okay, persecution of Christians. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. They persecuted a lot of people. It wasn't just Christians. Man, they gathered people from everywhere to make them fight in there for you know entertainment and die. So, I don't know, that's a really, <laughs> one star. <laughs> one star, I was
0: really upset by this. I, I don't quite understand, like, why Why would you go? Like, what did you, what did you think
1: we were going to experience? When <laughs> that's all of Rome, by the way. By the way, this is all of Rome. The, uh, that's like going to, like, Gordon Ramsay's restaurant and saying, Gordon Ramsay yelled at people, one star. <laughs> <You
0: know>? <laughs> <laughs> right, or it's like, I went to uh, Jerusalem and saw the, um, the Stone of Anointing and the, the holy sepulcher uh and it'd be like if i wrote one star that his dead body was on this rock it's very upsetting it's one star
1: <laughs> well i mean johorn at least has a basic grasp of like a tenuous grasp of history so <laughs> i mean whatever
0: okay good for him <laughs> one star did you have one that you wanted to mention or i have another go keep going Okay, so the next one I like was one star for the Great Wall of China.
1: (laughs) Built by slaves. They're not talking about the Great Wall, uh, the movie with Matt Damon, because that really does deserve one star.
0: One and a half. One and a half. Okay, fine. So So that's a movie, and we've talked about this before, that I I watched sort of by accident and would watch again. Even though it was just insane the first time I I watched it.
1: I I watched it like a month ago.
0: (laughs) Like the whole thing. It's so bad. All
1: right. One one and a half stars.
0: User TripAdvisor user C E underscore 13 says, frankly, boring. I took off important time from business to visit the Great Wall at, I don't know how to say this word, Mutianyu. Okay. I took an urban adventures tour that was really lousy, so that might affect my point of view on this. However, I frankly thought this was an incredible disappointment. Yes, this is a huge achievement in building and labor expenditure, as well as incredible length. But when you get there, it really, uh, it's really a pile of sloppily laid bricks. If it weren't so long, there would be nothing remarkable about it at all. I walked up instead of taking the cable car. That was a very nice experience, especially when you realized you might actually get to the top alive. <laughs>
1: There's a lot. There's a lot in this. There's a lot. Steve's got a in lot of it. feelings about the Great Wall. <laughs> By the way, this review, this one star review, was actually funnier when I read it in Donald Trump's voice. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it yeah. It, it makes it hilarious. frankly boring. I took off important <laughs> time for business to visit the Great yeah. Wall of Minnanu. I took it <laughs> up in venture. It was lousy. It's a huge achievement gonna... building. It has ex- labor expenditure as well as incredible, tremendous length. Incredible length. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I did not realize this was going to be the debut of your Trump impression. I'm so glad oh, I set that up at the top of the show.
1: Oh, great. That, that was incredible. Great. Good job. Thank you. But it's this guy's got a lot of shit to unpack. What did he expect <laughs> this to look like? I mean, it was I
0: can't go over the Trump thing so now all I can hear it. If it weren't so long, there would be nothing remarkable about it at all. <laughs>
1: It was a very nice experience. <laughs> anyway, but of course it was built by slaves like thousands of years ago. I didn't, What does he want? I don't know. I really I,
0: like the pile of sloppily laid bricks part. <laughs> this <is laughs> That's a pile something of else to say. Bricks. Wow, the craftsmanship on the Great Wall is garbage. <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he takes a shot at the cable car, which is oh, hilarious. Yes.
0: Yeah. Did, did, like, did you see one crash? Did people die while you were there? Why are you so yeah, concerned, Stee?
1: I, Stee, I, I think Stee has a problem with Chinese people is I think he does. I think he's I think he's had a terrible trip to China, first of all. I think this is just a I think I he's this is he's having problems this whole trip. He you know he doesn't have a good he doesn't have a good grasp of the Chinese language or he can't order food. He's having trouble dealing with being in a foreign country and then he goes to the Great Wall of China. He's like this is not so great.
0: These Chinese bricklayers <laughs> couldn't protect you from the big bad wolf <laughs>
1: Pacino. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going for Bernie Sanders there? I guess. Anyway, but it's... uh, (laughs) Stee, what does he know? All right, so moving on, we have one star from
0: Machu Picchu, Peru. This is by MMWW. Just don't. This is not a recommended travel destination for 2019. I understand many people just want to spend two weeks of their boring enough life in a place they think would be cool. And take a bunch of the same photos their neighbor's Instagram or wannabe friend's dog also have. If that's, you, if that's you, you will fit right in with 500 other moms and pops with their cannon point and shoots. You will be fighting for a spot on the plateau with 500 other selfie duck faces, Lululemon yoga pants, and brim hats they just bought from the market at Acuas Calientes, which also sell fluffy alpaca faces. Cool. Wake up to the locals. You are nothing more than five thousand other money trees. To the Peruvian tr- per- Peruvian Tourism Board, you just happily hand over another hundred and fifty dollars out of your already over budget Peruvian holiday. All these because maybe you watch some stupid Instagram influencer or YouTuber hyping about everything they see. Dear, do, do your own research. <laughs> Don't come to Machu Picchu <laughs> because you saw a photo on your friend's feed or have Google tell you it's a must go location. It's not
1: <laughs> signed. Um, womb. <laughs> There's a lot um, of uh, misspellings mm. in this. Also, that's fine. I don't. I don't need. I don't need grammar. The grammar police. But this is a person who's definitely having a problem with going to places that are popular in general, right? Yes. Because yes. isn't this the isn't this the, the complaint of people who are like, oh God, it was better thirty years ago when no one went to Machu Picchu. Yeah, it was better when the Machu Picchuans were living here all by themselves. That's when it was the best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like, I mean, this is yeah. this this is everything in the world. I don't want to go... And this is why we don't go on vacation, because everywhere sucks now. There's too many
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the good places. Actually, my sister took my nephew on a trip to Machu Picchu, where they hiked up from God knows where through the mountains, God knows how high, where mm-hmm. you have to take... Medicine and all this stuff okay. for altitude, and they hiked up there, and they have those pictures, and they're very sweet. They're 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 cool. They really enjoyed Peru, and it's obviously gorgeous. But but the thing about Woo, mm-hmm, who's who wrote this, who wrote this lovely uh, one star review, there's this person has problems.
0: They Peru. seem to be upset with social media, and they felt it seems like maybe they felt pressured to go to Machu Picchu right? and didn't have a positive experience because they were, I don't know expecting some kind of a party
1: Yeah, I mean, if you go anywhere it's a selfie It's everywhere is like a selfie convention
0: Right, some of the others that we didn't get to are like, people are taking pictures of themselves and there's vendors selling shit here
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's called tourism It's the whole point of tourism it basically God, has been this way since
0: there were the people could carry a camera.
1: Yeah, since people, since somebody figured out a way to charge you five bucks to see something, this is where it's this is how it goes. But I think Machu Picchu looks pretty cool. I don't, I don't know if I've got I don't know if I've got the cardiovascular. You know, I mean they must have like trucks and shit that drive people up there, buses and stuff, right? I mean. Don't I don't know, I just you. listen
0: to the Strokes song, that's good for me <laughs> They do make you walk I'll, up there I'll listen to the Strokes and walk up in a picture
1: I don't know, I think I would Maybe. go to Peru
0: Can I, I like skydive to it? I would rather skydive <laughs> to it than walk up
1: these steps <laughs> Yeah, I mean Yeah, it's amazing It's amazing what people can build in this world um, And uh, I don't know if Yeah, when you I, control the food and weapons You can make people do all kinds of shit Right? Slaves built Machu Picchu <laughs> kind of they probably Uh, built it for the they built it for their god king or whatever i don't know i don't know the history of Machu Picchu. i mean again without
0: getting too political what is modern day how did china pull themselves up from being 150 years behind the rest of the world to suddenly be competing at the highest levels it wasn't because everyone in the country was like yes let's band together and accomplish this
1: (laughs) they stole they stole some shit and then uh and then and then took advantage of copious say, amounts you're of going low to do cost this labor because
0: you yeah you live here you're doing this.
1: Yeah. that's it's so, called society. <laughs> <laughs> all right take it easy yeah, a little bit it's like that. That's an extreme case but it's all kind of like that. Next. Anyway.
0: <laughs> all right in segment 2 we're going to talk about uh the Reddit facts fact checked as i put it in the rundown um These are the favorite mind-blowing facts, fun facts, whatever you want to call it from Reddit, and they've been confirmed. So everything we're going to share with you tonight is stuff that has been actually fact checked. So feel confident sharing these things because uh, we can be certain with as much certainty as possible that they're true. So the first one I have for you is people in the Southern Hemisphere see the moon upside down compared to the North. So that if you, it's pretty obvious what I'm saying here, and let me, let me compound on this. 90% of the population on Earth lives in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. And the reason I bring this up is because the sky is flipped in the Southern Hemisphere. If you look at photos, and of course I'll post one um, that that shows you what the moon looks like if you're in Australia. We never really think about the differences in the Southern Hemisphere outside of the idea of like a toilet flushing counterclockwise, right? That's kind of the thing that everybody thinks about. Toilets flush backwards in Australia, right? But I wonder, like... You consider like things like bias and how much of modern science that resides in your brain is influenced by this idea that the population of the Earth is in... Like the norm of, of the sky is determined and taught to us by the fact that people live in the Northern Hemisphere. And now that I say it out loud, I realize it's just majority rule, so it's not very interesting at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, people just, people just, you know, people started in the you know modern society, started slightly north of the equator, and then just kind of worked their way around. You know, Eurasia is the good landmass, right? That's the one. I mean, that's the that's the place where it where it works best. But it's funny. Would I notice? Would I notice crescent moon going the other way, waxing waning the other way? Do would you notice? I mean, you've been to Australia, did you? I didn't even think to look. Yeah, right. It's just oh, there's the moon. I doubt I would even notice, but that's a (laughs) that's a funny thought. Of course, it makes perfect sense to me.
0: I think if you're in the position where, and I don't know the names of the moon craters, and I apologize, but the one that is the most visible and radiates for out from the bottom of the moon from where we see it there's a the there's sea a giant... of
1: tranquility
0: no but it's a, it's the, the star crater right you know what i'm talking about like if you look at the yeah, moon, there's yeah, the yeah. one crater where there's like it looks like it really was impacted by something that shoots a lot of striations out across the, the surface right if you look at that in australia it's it's on the other side i think i would notice that it's like it, it looked like somebody turned it 180 degrees
1: oh huh. i mean you're on the on the on the on the bottom of the top, no one knows. It's, just, it's one of those things where where the maps are drawn and all this stuff. It's like, yes, Australia's on the bottom. Is it on the bottom? Who knows? It's space.
0: Well, once we're all we're all walking towards each other. If you're walking north and south, like if I'm walking south and they're walking north, we're walking towards each other. <laughs> <laughs> all what? right, moving on. What? Anyway. Well, if you think about it, like so.
1: If they're walking north and you're walking south, you're walking toward each other.
0: No, the other way around. Well, yes, both foul. actually both actually
1: both if you're walking toward the pole and they're walking toward the pole. You're not walking toward each other. Well, eventually <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> speaking of metaphysics, all of the solid around, uh, so next fact is all of the solid objects around you are actually vibrating and all objects are vibrations. So yeah. did you want to talk about particle physics for a minute? <laughs>
1: Do so I want to talk to you about the fact that all energy, all matter is just energy, and it's simply a pattern of energy? Right. And so, this is a this is I I this is my get high and talk about <laughs> stuff like this. Is that any pattern that is possible in an infinite universe will occur an infinite number of times? Sure. So this is the whole, all realities. Like we've been here before, we've done this before an infinite number of times. We've had this podcast. What, what, the, what the listeners think an infinite number of times, but, <laughs> but from a physics standpoint, it makes perfect sense that in an infinite universe, this pattern will happen. Any pattern that is possible will reoccur an infinite number of times
0: yeah if you really want to become a nihilist, you should study particle physics. I think it's, it's really good. I mean I agree with you I, I it is essentially I mean even down to the atomic level, right yeah an electron is really just a stimulation of uh, uh, those gathered molecules that form that particular shape at that particular time
1: right right exactly.
0: and the reason I brought this one up is because I wanted to, I wanted to share my crackpot theory that because human beings you know are electrical machines um. We all generate like low-level electrical activity, right? Like that's how your brain works. And we then all generate electromagnetic fields. Right. And so after years working in technology, I very much believe that human beings uniquely interact with the objects around them in a way that we don't understand. Sure. Because there are people who just fuck shit up because they're around it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear. I mean, I've replaced more laptops for certain people. We always have high, you know, high, uh, frequent flyers. In IT, but uh, I, I came to believe that there was just no other possible explanation for the amount of times we would see certain people, except for the fact that their personal electromagnetic field just screwed it, with
1: those machines. Right. I think I. You know what? I think a certain CEO that I supported for many, many years was like this you sure she oh i think so like sometimes it's like i think it's user error then sometimes i think I think it's just weird i think you just yeah what's going on i think (laughs) think you just touched it and the whole thing just fell apart i don't know what your computer just stopped working because you looked at it it was weird
0: i've experienced it too many times in person where you hand a perfectly working piece of technology to someone they touch it and five minutes later it's just not functioning
1: (laughs) or weird it does something weird well, can that's can, I, can I, I, I throw in a bonus dad joke here on this on this subject? <laughs> sure. You matter unless you multiply yourself by the speed of light squared, then you energy. I feel like you have told that show that joke on the <laughs> show before. Probably. Anyway, it's a good one. It made right. it, it made sense. <laughs> I,
0: it's a it's solid. The next one I have for you is cows have best friends and get lonely if they are separated. And I.
1: I by the way, same. <laughs>
0: My wife follows an Instagram account, Kane Hill CC, C A E N Hill CC, and it is a farm. It's some sort of a community. I'm not exactly sure what the details are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but she not follows boring. this farmer on Instagram and he posts a daily video of his animals. And like even the head goose, whose name is Cuthbert, is friendly and acts kind of like a pet. He pets him, he says hello, the goose is like, raw, 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 like like every morning. And my experiences, personally, with geese are all extremely negative.
1: Right. <laughs> Generally. Is this I've, goose named after Alicia Cuthbert?
0: You'll have to ask that you can probably message the guy on Instagram. He'll <laughs> <and> probably respond. <laughs> but I have a hard time believing this, that this goose could be friendly. I mean, I I really have never had a positive goose experience. <laughs> <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I realize that animals. I mean, everybody's seen that cow video that where it chases the ball.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think anim, I think animals are like that. Sure, I think animals have emotions and feelings and have familial ties and friendships with other animals. I don't, I don't think that's I don't think that's wrong. That's not going to stop me from eating cows, but it's okay. It has me reconsidering my life. <laughs>
0: Bring on the plant-based food. I like the pl- I like a lot of the, the substitutes. I'm already a substitute man. Like, half my listen, life is a substitute.
1: Listen, if you're walking around in the Serengeti Desert, the lions are going to eat you. They're not going to worry about That's it. True. They're not going to – I mean, they just do what they do. This is what we do. We eat. We have to eat stuff.
0: Right, but it's also about reducing the mass production, right? There's, to some extent, it's like, yes, I know we talked about before. It already exists, whatever. Like, if I don't buy it, somebody else will, that kind of idea. But also, if you – Someone has to reduce demand for it to, to slow down and some Well, I mean, fashion.
1: if you want to let the cows roam around free and make me kill my own, I mean, okay, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah,
0: actually, let's do that. <laughs> Just like let that them idea. out. Yeah. Just
1: let them out, and if you want to eat a steak or hamburger, you have to go find a cow, kill the cow, and then and butcher pay the a cow, butcher and chop it up for you, or do it yourself. No, there are no butchers. You got to do this whole thing yourself. You want a steak? No, I think you yourself. could
0: hire somebody to do the butchering. <laughs> No, you have to do it yourself. You have to carry the cow out (laughs) where the butcher is.
1: You have to drag the cow. Yes. Somehow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like uh, get a piece of plywood and a rope.
1: But then what'll happen is I'll just create a fence to keep the other cows in. Oh, wait a minute.
0: No. Don't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, All right. The next one I had for you was for a period of time. Pepsi for a short period of time commanded the world's seventh largest military force. Wait 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 what? Are you telling me you didn't read this one? <laughs> there is a lot here, I know. Uh, so this is the easiest way I can tell you is this it. Um, in 1959, when Eisenhower went to Soviet Union to talk about capitalism and Vice President Nixon went there as well, Nixon and Khrushchev got an argument over capitalism versus communism. And they got, the conversation apparently got so heated that the vice president of Pepsi, who was there, I don't have a backstory, <laughs> intervened and offered Khrushchev, uh, some Pepsi, which he'd never had before. And he was like taken with it. <laughs> so for years, they wanted to strike a deal to bring Pepsi to the Soviet Union, um, permanently, but rubles were not accepted, or yeah, rubles were not accepted around the world as, as common currency. So they couldn't make a business deal with Pepsi. So they started trading, um, Vodka, I believe, Soloshnaya, if I recall it correctly, uh, because they could resell the vodka. So Pepsi was trading Pepsi for vodka from to the Russian government. (laughs) And then in the late 80s, uh, Russia's agreement to do this, uh, they they didn't have enough vodka to cover the cost. Like the the way that the economy had balanced out, they didn't have enough uh, vodka to cover the cost. So the Russians traded Pepsi, a fleet of subs and boats, for soda. 17 submarines, a cruiser, a frigate, and a destroyer. $3 billion worth of Pepsi in return.
1: <laughs> Man, they love themselves some Pepsi.
0: The historical exchange. Cherry,
1: if he would have drank Wild Cherry Pepsi, he'd have given them a lot more than that. I agree. He'd have given them like twice as much. <laughs> he probably would have manned the ships. <laughs> We're going to give you the ships and the people. Because yep. Wild Cherry Pepsi is freaking awesome.
0: So at that time, that was the sixth largest military force in the world, or sixth or seventh. Wow. Well, the, the, the headline says seventh, and then the story says sixth. Who can say?
1: That's crazy.
0: <laughs> Pretty nuts. <laughs> All right, there are, uh, there's one, there's two more that I wanted to, that are real, real short. Okay. Um, elephants can control their dick like a second trunk. Same. So it's prehensile, and the reason is that elephants don't, because they're such large animals, they don't thrust during sex. They just move their dick. That
1: would be awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That, I mean, that's uh, that would be that would be that'd be a good deal. That'd be a good deal for me personally.
0: Oh no! Now I have a picture of you with your hands behind <laughs> your head. All right. Well. Okay. Good for them. God bless and, them. And then this last one um, no real need to comment it just felt like appropriate for our show. The CEO of Food for the Poor, the largest international relief and development organization, is named Robin Mafood. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd share that. If we were go- I wish we were transitioning to dad, to dad jokes right now, but I
1: don't no, think that I- far ahead.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. Robin Mafood. Robin Mafood.
0: All right, segment number 3 we are tapping into reddit's am i an asshole page to do some judgments of our own. Chris, you want to get us started?
1: So sure. The um so we had our own we had our own segment for a while called am i an asshole. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Sure. And so so we we thought we'd get outside of ourselves and um and and see perhaps if we uh we could um you know, figure out you know, who really the, who really the assholes are. So it's good to compare ourselves to, um, to, uh, to, to what's happening. So, um, the first one is a very familiar story to us where a gentleman who has three kids at the local elementary school that share a bus stop with the neighbor's daughter, they have carpooled and they have watched their daughters after school. So they're very comfortable with their neighbor's kid. So the, the the writer of this particular um, AITA says I went to pick up the kids from the bus stop yesterday and left my phone home to charge. It was raining and in just a 5 minute walk I was soaked. My kids and the neighbor get off the bus and the neighbor's parents aren't there. I waited with them for a few minutes but we were all getting wet and it was cold and windy. I tried the neighbor's front door but it was locked. They were nowhere to be found. So I walked my daughter back to my hu- I walked their daughter back to my house with my kids. As soon as I came home, I called her mother, who told me her father was supposed to get her, and then the father called right after, and he went off on me, because he went to get his daughter, and she wasn't at the bus stop. I pointed out to him that he would have left his daughter out in the cold and rain for ten more minutes before he got there, and I apologized for scaring him, but for not taking her somewhere warm and dry. Am I an asshole for taking her inside when I didn't have my phone on me to call the parents before I did so? This is a very tricky, again, this is, I think, I think we've established where, where we stand on this, which is to say you can't run off with other people's kids. I, I, I don't know if he's an asshole for doing this. I think his heart's in the right place, but this is, this kind of behavior is very difficult in this day and age, even though you know them very well. I mean, cause if I would have pulled up, if I was late and I pulled up to the bus stop and my kid was nowhere to be found, I'd be shitting my pants.
0: Right. 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 But, I mean, the girl is seven? You can't leave a seven-year-old out on the street in the rain. Not realistically. Especially if you have a... They have a relationship. Yeah. I want to say that, like, my reaction here is that nobody, I don't think, is really an asshole in the situation. Like, I think the, the dad was just freaked out, like you said. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you said he, because there's no evidence here that this isn't a woman.
1: I felt like, oh, you're right. I felt like it was a he story. Anyway that that being said, I think that if it was me and this child and I had my children, and the child was there, and we went to their house uh-huh. and and I probably would have just stayed at the house with the with the with the girl until her parents got home. I would have tried to give my kids like i would have <laughs> tried to shelter my kids as best as I could. I don't know how their house is laid out, right, but if there's any place you could stand that was dry ish or whatever. And I would say, well, let's just wait here until perhaps your parents get home.
0: Again, my issue with it is I guess seven, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can, if you could like stand on their stoop and wait for a while, yeah, that's probably what I would do.
1: Yeah. But taking, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a very tricky situation. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't know if anybody's, I don't know if it's an asshole situation, Yeah, but it's, it's right to worry about little kids, especially ones, you know, in your neighborhood when they're yeah, you don't want to leave that kid just standing in the rain by themselves,
0: right? Like if you're if you're a responsible adult and you go to the you're in that situation, there's no way that if you because they do say that the, you know he or she waited five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And or uh, how long are you supposed to wait in that situation? She didn't. She had somewhere to. She brought the car or something that is different, right? There's a lot of different options. If you're, we don't know how cold it is. We don't know how rainy it is. It's hard to know for sure. But yeah, I mean, you should probably walk the kid back to their house, and like stand in the shelter or leave a note on the front door or something like that. Especially, but the lesson here really is: take your phone (laughs) with you. (laughs) (laughs) Take your phone with you.
1: But I understand. I understand this. This is a very tough situation. And and yeah, I probably. I probably sacrifice my own kid's comfort in order not to make it like to just stand by the bus stop with that kid probably, all yeah. huddled all huddled underneath the whatever umbrella as best we can. And for we'll how long just, though? Not for not indefinitely. We'll twenty minutes? I'd 20 go twenty. Minutes? I'd go twenty.
0: What if it's forty degrees outside?
1: I don't know. I still wouldn't I still couldn't I still wouldn't take the kid home with me. I don't yeah. know.
0: But again, pre-existing relationship. It's not like they were strangers.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one.
0: There's no answers.
1: No, There's no good answer <laughs> how, there.
0: How satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to do the next one or do you want me to set it up? You do it. All right, so the next one is, am I the asshole for not letting my husband use the car on my days off? And this uh, lady writes, uh, I... Am I the asshole for not giving in and letting my husband use the car? Last year, when we got our tax return, we desperately needed a car. Instead, he spent a good chunk of our money on a motorcycle, leaving me and our children without transportation. I reluctantly agreed to him buying it on one condition that I never wanted to hear him complain if he had to ride in the rain. Fast forward, we have a crappy car and his bike, and every time I have a day off from work, he wants to take my car to work and throws a fit when I'd rather him not. I have things I need to do, and it's so rare I get a day off during the week. He feels like I'm not being a good wife because there is a chance it will rain today. But I don't see why I have to put all the errands off and be stranded at home all day because he just had to get a motorcycle. Am I the asshole?
1: No, he's the asshole. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a very this one's cut and dry. This one's so cut and dry. Now you were you were a motorcycle rider, but you also had your own car. <laughs> but-
0: um I did, but I mean, I did buy it to commute. For specific reasons, and it affected my parking because one of the reasons was a combination of the incentives they offered at the garage I was at to not park in a car spot that allowed me to buy the bike. And so I rode every, every day, rain or shine. Yeah. And there was times when it fucking sucked, <laughs> <laughs> but I never would have like if we only had the one car. I never would have told my wife like, oh, I know I bought this bike, but can I use your car? It's raining.
1: Right. No way. Well, I, well I'm sorry. Athlete. I might
0: have said. I might have said. You got any plans to go anywhere today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the answer is yes, but listen, listen, if you get, if you have no car and you get a good chunk of money from your tax return and you, and you <laughs> spend it on a motorcycle instead of a car first, you're an asshole already. You've yeah. already, you've already, you've already cinched this one. And then, I, I, I don't really have
0: any argument here.
1: I, I'm shocked I, you put this in the list. <laughs> I just wanted to burn on this dude because it's, not even, because it's not even. It's not even. It's it's leaving me and our children. Yeah. Like oh wait wait you have a wife and children. You have no car. You get money and the first thing you want to buy is a motorcycle. Fuck off. And you
0: live a life where your your wife is posting anonymously about you on the internet
1: You're and terrible. wondering if she's the asshole.
0: <laughs> God damn! How do people live? I swear.
1: Yeah, this guy, this guy's just a complete piece of shit.
0: (laughs) He is. All right, so this next one, uh, I really enjoyed because I think as I read it, I changed my mind a couple of times. Um, I'm going to just read the TLDR and we can flesh it out with additional. It's flesh, by the way, people. Flesh out a skeleton. Nobody flushes anything out.
1: We're flushing it out.
0: Oh, God. If you know somebody, just stop. All right. (laughs) Sidebar. (laughs) I can't take it. Flushing it out. I mean, you flush birds out of the bushes, you flush shit birds. out of the toilets, yeah. <laughs> you flesh out a skeleton, an outline. God damn it. All right. <laughs> TLDR. Employee has a crazy husband who sent very personalized hate comments and uh, hateful comments and lies directly to business owners about business owners and threatening to force his wife to terminate her employment. I want to make his wish come true and terminate her employment immediately, even if I know it means a huge financial problem for them. Now, I feel like this TLDR does a terrible job actually telling the story. So this guy that that, that he's describing here, well, first of all, a a woman works at his office and she has a very controlling husband. She's been an employee there for a few years and it's been very tense, I guess, because this guy, he's got the Mike Pence disease where if she's got to like work with another man, he gets upset. If she doesn't answer her phone immediately, she is, he he says she must be flirting with somebody. Um, he wants her to stay at home. So they've been giving her a lot of extra money to keep her because try to use its leverage against him. Uh, I mean, I guess that's enough to get it started here. Right. So, he's trying to get... The guy's trying to get his wife to quit her job. He's obviously being a, a, a huge dick to everyone. He, he, like, well, I should say he, out of the blue, he sends a, an email to the business addressing this person that writes this, accused, his, accused them of using his wife and faking her taxes to be more advantageous to the business. This gentleman goes on to talk about the specific ways that he made sure that that wasn't the case because they would never do such a thing, but... Uh, The guy's like making up stuff about fraud and it's uh, this kind of story is very familiar with someone who to me about with someone who wants to is trying to control somebody, everything they do. I've seen this a little bit before and I get where this guy's coming from. I feel like I'm spending a lot of time on the setup, but it's this thing where it's really hard for him, right? Because I it's fucking up my business, but I know this person has to know that if he fires this woman, he's like really going to fuck up her life in a big way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So if we draw it back slightly, we've all had, we've all had friends, men and women who probably dated someone you thought, Oh fuck, I'm not hanging out with this person.
0: 100%.
1: Right. Yeah. And so you basically like, Oh, Hey, what are you guys doing? There's nothing. We're not doing anything. We're doing something without you and your shitty boyfriend slash girlfriend or whoever. Right. (laughs) Your shitty SO, you and your shitty SO can go do something else. I like you, but your shitty SO can I can't deal with, so please don't come around, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So This is very... So this, of course, now this is the business version of it. Now, good employees are hard to find, right? Indeed. Good teammates are hard to find. If you find someone who's really good at their job, you'll put up with a lot of shit, right? You'll put up with a lot of shortcomings in other areas if they're particularly good at their job. This is difficult (laughs) because this guy's way over the line like and 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 businesses are there for the benefit of the business and the people who work there right right business and the benefit of the customers essentially so it's yeah so that's the so anything that really gets in the way of all that you're not just jeopardized it's not just this woman who's got a terrible husband but it's multiple families and people who the count on this business for their living and as well as customers who may depend on your business for the success of their own business. Mm -hmm. So So, I think you got, I think you got, I think you got, I think you, I I think I probably let her go. Could you do
0: it though? Could you like, cause you know what's going to happen here. It's not like she's just going to disappear. Like, I mean, First of all, he says multiple times in the long version of this that he knows that they live paycheck to paycheck. He's given her advancements on paychecks in the past. He's given her bonuses They that that the threat to quit is a false one because they need the money too badly. And so then you know that – and you know that he's essentially abusive – could you just like throw someone to the sharks like that? I mean, I guess you made your own bed, right? Like, why would you marry this guy? But it probably—it's probably been a problem the entire time they've known each other.
1: Right. I mean, again, it, it also depends, and I say it, it also depends on how impactful it is to the business. It does, right? Because once it starts in, you know, if if it just inconveniences me as her manager, and uh, you know, and I'm trying to f- help her out, and you know, continue, you know, continue having her work with me, and all these other kinds of things, it's like fine, but. It just also depends on what the bigger impact is. I mean, the guy's sending messages to the business owners. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just out of
0: bounds. Well, and I think that this is a situation where, like, if the, he never mentions the employee's performance, and I think that, or he or she never mentions the employee's performance, and I think that that's interesting because there's no there's nothing in this story that says I want to keep her; she's good at her job. It never says that, and it feels like if it was important that he would, but at the same time, I do think it's tough to know someone's in a situation where. You're the only thing maybe standing between them and actual like, you know, if she got let go. He might blame her for it and act accordingly is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I know. This is, this is, this is I, a tough one.
0: I think as a business owner, if he's telling her that he's threatening to force her to quit, then you just have to call him out on it and say, you know what? If you want to quit, that's fine. But if she's going to continue to work here, I'm never going to see or hear from you or about you ever again.
1: Right, and That's if you a, can't,
0: ad- if you can't adhere to that, then you guys are you're out of here. I don't want to. I can't have this in my life. Yeah, I think you're I mean, that, your bounds to do that.
1: That's that seems fair to me. But okay. uh, <laughs> this is terrible. i in real life. I'm so bad with this kind of stuff. Like I just can't. I you know when you when you see people openly fighting in public, I just like oh god, it makes my stomach hurt. I just like
0: oh, I gotta leave. I have to get away from you people. I told you. As I've gotten older, I've grown even more comfortable with conflict, and I will like step into shit I see happening in front of me. Hey, what are you doing? Like, just, just, just re- like, just completely dismissive too. I'm like, what, what, fuck, fuck out of here. you. Gotta go. There you go. If some guy sent me this email, I call him up immediately, Are you fucking kidding me with this, Bob? <laughs> this shit, you send me this nasty email. Who are you, you child? What's happening here? Who the fuck do you think you are? That'd be me on the debate stage if I ever ran for president. Are you guys fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs>
1: Be debate for the first debate in Iowa Be your last debate
0: Yeah. Like, are you fucking out of your mind Like what, what do you mean I got to appeal to you What world are you living in
1: <laughs> I'm right. obviously smarter than all these people I don't know why you wouldn't vote for me This is asinine this whole process
0: Well you know that's what Bloomberg did the other night And it's real gross yeah. Like it comes off real bad
1: <laughs> uh, There's a way to do it
0: Yes no I would do it in a much more populist he's,
1: way He's just not doing it very well
0: No Bloomberg God. is the kind of guy that would be like, come into my office and smell my
1: thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal with Bloomberg, sidebar. Um, as a billionaire and a guy who's been a billionaire for a long, long time, he's just not used to people talking to him like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, but it's nobody so funny ever, to watch him. Just... Nobody ever talks shit to Mike Bloomberg's face. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so now he's on a stage in front of a national slash global audience, and people are not just talking shit to his face. They are like guns blazing like in your grill shout out to my girl liz warren (laughs) liz lad for life for making him come off worse than comparing him to trump but worse yeah which was hilarious and and bloomberg was like no one talks to me like this what are we fucking doing here it was great i i I couldn't get it off. i liked how bitchy he was it was so funny
0: (laughs) rolling his eyes and making that turtle face he was
1: that's because that's because he billionaires don't aren't used right. to people talking to them like this. So terrible, hilarious.
0: That's why Richard Branson is the only relatable billionaire.
1: <laughs> he seems like, probably, be like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. That is full of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Styre, doesn't seem too bad as a billionaire.
0: No, I, he's fine. I don't want to be the president, but
1: no, I don't want to be the president, but he doesn't seem like a terrible, crazy asshole.
0: It'd be cool if he spent all this money for someone else instead of himself,
1: though. Yeah. He's, he's spending it on himself so that he can help others.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, I tweeted the other day that bloomberg could be like a folk hero if he would just continue doing what he's doing but signal to the party that he wasn't actually seeking the nomination so he just ran constant anti-trump ads but didn't actually pursue the nomination in any meaningful way stayed in the race because you have to have the ability to contribute to yourself right he has to be the have the privilege of being able to donate to his own campaign right so he has to keep it formal but just tell the leaders of the party hey, i'm not really gonna Seek the nomination. I'm, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna come to the debate or anything, or I'll stand here and I won't say anything, right. or whatever. And then like just keep running anti-Trump ads the entire time, and also fighting with Trump on Twitter. I think is very effective, and that's yeah, why yeah. his polls rose. Sure. Because I think that is something that a motivated part of the populace has wanted for a while: someone to tell Trump to go fuck himself, and that never really happens in a major yeah. way.
1: Because you gotta be, you gotta be a billionaire. Right? But somebody tweeted something hilarious the other day about it. it's Like he should buy fifty-one percent of Twitter and then deplatform Trump, <laughs> <laughs> which would be the ultimate rich guy move. But
0: he could anyway. be, like, he could be a, a folk hero if he did the right thing with his money. But it's sure. such an ego trip thing that he'll never do it. It's so depressing. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> dad jokes of the week Woo! all right you ready a couple of good ones so i've noticed we talked about amplitude earlier on the show and i noticed that with this calendar the amplitude is much higher than the other one the other one i read every joke this uh-huh. one i have to throw some away but the good ones the good better. ones are are, the, are much better much the more <laughs> high-minded than what we were getting last year all right this isn't one of them <laughs> well thanks for setting that up. <laughs> it's chicken soup. Good for your health. Not if you're the chicken. Just not even trying. Did you hear about the dog that had a sore throat? He was a little husky. Doesn't husky <laughs> husky it's yeah. like a, is that a fat thing? Yeah, did you hear about the dog that put on a little weight? I think is maybe it's yeah. just
1: not very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to fat shame any dogs. Well,
0: i put on a little weight. I feel like I can see these things.
1: <laughs> what do the judges say when a
0: cat won the popular vote at the dog
1: show? This is a lot of this is a lot of pet. This is a lot of animal animal stuff here going. All right, what did they say? This is a cat has trophy. What?
0: <laughs> what do the judges say when a cat won the popular vote at the dog show? It is a a cat-has-trophy. Cat-has-trophy.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus.
0: It was very hard to say that in any meaningful way that would allow you to get it either direction. She was only a poor whiskey maker, but I loved her still. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. A legitimate laugh. I liked it. That was great. And finally, if you want to set up a company and run it,
1: then that's your own business. I like how you delivered that with. Yeah, I practiced oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> you workshop that one at home. Well, it's just,
0: it, that's how it needed. I read it once in my head, and I was like, "Oh no, you have to say this with the attitude that it requires."
1: Let's see. We have. Do we have time? We have time for. Oh, do, would you? We like, have time for another long form. Absolutely. Would you Like the long form. Here's. This is the long form. Um, the long. I form noticed lecture. that I
0: said absolutely while I was shaking my head, and <laughs> you
1: like, "No, please, God." No. Should- <laughs> All right. All right. So. World War II, a pilot was, uh, was flying over the South Pacific when he was shot down and uh, landed on this remote island in the South Pacific, and the natives, having seen him fall from the sky in a plume of fire and smoke, thought he was a god. So they pulled him out of the ocean and they built him this wonderful palace made of bamboo and palm fronds and set him up as as their king after the first year of his uh of his coming to to them um arrival after his arrival (laughs) thank you the uh the native islanders went to the far side of the island and quarried up this big piece of granite which they fashioned into a wonderful and intricate throne that they hauled all the way across the island and presented to him and he loved it. And they had a big party for his arrival day and, and, and life was good on the island. The next year, the exact same thing happened. And over and over through the decades, every year on his arrival day, the, the, the natives would quarry the stone, carve for him a very, intricate, a very intricate throne and bring it all the way across the island. Years and years. So they keep putting these things, where do we put them? They keep expanding the palace, more bamboo, more palm fronds. Years and years go by, and upon his 30th anniversary, they present him with the largest, grandest carving they've ever made. They bring it into the palace, and the palace collapses, killing the king and many other people inside. And you know what the moral of our story is here, Ty? I don't. People in grass houses shouldn't store thrones. Uh, I
0: hate you. <laughs> I was so excited. I hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. Consonant switch? Come on! <laughs> Let's go to the overtime.
1: Overtime!
0: In the overtime, you had uh, you had an update, a restaurant update for us. So we've talked in the past about the leavings. Go ahead.
1: Yes, we've talked about the leavings, which is our our um, our restaurant based on things we cook in pans, and then we cook other things in the pan afterward, which is the leavings. We also I also brought us the um, the idea of having the alternate Sunday chicken chicken wagon, uh-huh. where we'd get a food truck and we'd park it across the street from the uh, from the Chick Fil A, and on Sunday when people came there and noticed it was closed, they would come to our chicken stand instead. We would make bank just right. on one day a week. This idea is the invasive species restaurant. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing, right? People are always complaining about sustainable, mm-hmm. you know, sustainable, you know, goods and eating like sustainable things. Well, nothing's more sustainable than va- invasive species. It's fair. And you can you get, you can haul invasive species out hand over fist and no one's gonna, no one's gonna, no one's gonna give you. A hard time about it at all so i mean and i looked at the top 10 most invasive species in the world and most of them are seem like they're decent eating
0: <laughs> aren't
1: asian carp disgusting i don't know like, but notoriously you could, disgusting no i don't know asian carp you could you could i mean lake michigan is like full of these carp right and so you could fish them out i don't know brine them a little bit some some uh you know some some you know fish and chips you can't make asian carp fish and chips hand over fist right you you could haul this shit out i mean they they might even pay you they might even pay us to haul these things out like lionfish like like lion like florida lionfish fish and chips like who wouldn't want that we could again we're we're doing the world a favor they're not going to charge us for any of this stuff right mm-hmm. the ze- the zebra muscles muscle you can make you can make um, you know clam spaghetti muscle spaghetti off off of uh, zebra muscles
0: i mean yeah this- i mean this is these are good plans for when we have to scavenge
1: <laughs> the end of the world <laughs> the cane toad i mean the frog legs can we get frog legs from the cane toad i don't know these are these seems like it'd be sweet right <laughs> okay. i mean granted you know, there's 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 some talk of toxic ooze, but we will work it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the development of our dishes, we'll have to figure this out. European starlings, I don't know. Can we we can can we cook those? I mean, like yeah, this uh, is chicken wings, right? Fry them <laughs> <just> <laughs> in of whole. Starling Jesus wings. Christ.
0: <laughs> Can we go I'm back to the? Can we go back to the toxic ooze that the cane toad? Oh, <laughs> sure. Because I think that that's a that's going to be a good alternative to you know alcohol and stuff. I guess we'll always be able to make alcohol, but well, hey.
1: you, you could yeah, you could lick the toad and probably like have like some hallucination. Yeah, like they. I think I think some cultures do that. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. And then look, the European common rabbit. Sure. Yeah. Just just cr- now, if I could figure out what to do with kudzu, could we make like a drink? Like like people salad. drink kale smoothies. Yeah. Like, couldn't we make if we make kudzu smoothies that would you can eat, actually taste good? You can eat kudzu. Yeah. So just salad. We, make, we make kudzu, we make kudzu smoothies. Again, they would pay us to rip out all the kudzu. Yeah. Apocalypse salad. <laughs> Apocalypse salad. I mean, right? The North Pacific sea star. I don't know. I just, but it's funny to see these invasive species. In fact, my wife has a college uh college classmate who is some sort of PhD and does work uh on invasive species.
0: We should find out if we can get a supplier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: water hyacinth doesn't that sound nice can't we do something with water hyacinth people
0: eat hyacinth already right it's like yeah the or essence we make of like, hyacinth in their tea and such
1: yeah can't we or we can make perfume out of it i don't know it seems it seems it seems ready for the ready for the taken all right
0: i i don't hate it i thought it was going to gross me out but you got some decent things in here and yeah you fry anything if you it. <laughs> <laughs> Right.
1: i think lionfish fish and chips would be my favorite thing to be be pulling because <laughs> i think people would really like that aren't those poisonous too um eh, I don't know. To uh, the touch? Uh, I know uh, they sting. After you
0: fry it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're gonna have this dinner, I had um somebody I wanted to talk about. Uh, are you familiar with Waluigi? Luigi? <laughs> no. Are you familiar with you, okay, I'm we, familiar
1: with Mario and Luigi? Yes. Are they, Mario are they, and Luigi.
0: Are you familiar with Wario? <laughs>
1: yes. I'm gonna win. Alright. Right. Oh Waluigi. Luigi. Correct is the Wario version of Luigi. Correct. You're not familiar with Waluigi. He looks no. like Dick Dastardly
0: in a purple Mario suit.
1: <laughs> no, now that you mentioned I, my, unfortunately my Mario world exposure small. Mm-hmm. So I knew there was a Wario, but I didn't know there was a Waluigi.
0: Well, why is he Waluigi? <laughs> I don't know. Why I didn't he? even know
1: he existed <laughs> two minutes ago. Well, whatever. You follow me on the logic here.
0: I mean, okay. Wario is Wario because you just flip the M over and you get W. Right. If you flip a capital L over, it looks like a lowercase R. Does it not?
1: <laughs> it's a seven. No, it's a. It, it's not a seven. It's L. If you flip it, if you fl- if you flip it, if you rotate it, vertically. No, if you rotate it, if you rotate it 180 degrees, it's a seven.
0: No, but just flip it vertically.
1: Oh, okay. all right, fine. Rot- well, I mean, if you Ru- rotate it,
0: yes. But if you, Luigi,
1: it- are you are you yeah. want to call him Luigi? makes more sense to me
0: than Waluigi.
1: I think the fact that his whole name shows up in there is odd. Waluigi. Wario and Waluigi. That was all. I had some questions, <laughs> some
0: questions about Waluigi. <laughs> if you have any details on Waluigi, please let me know.
1: Is there an evil, is there an evil version of uh, Yoshi the, 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 the dinosaur?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I, not that I've seen in the games. No?
1: No, that? there's
0: no evil Yoshi
1: why yoshi there's like a red yoshi Bowser? can we just do all can we just do all the uh can we just do all the um, um that's what
0: i'm saying there's no consistency Wa luigi
1: well luigi's been luigi's been sort of playing second fiddle anyway it doesn't surprise me that he got hosed on this deal too
0: luigi is the superior character in all respects
1: <laughs> you can direct your you can direct your uh, to at seatjk on the twitter for that one
0: in every game that Luigi plays a significant factor in if you can figure out how to control his idiosyncrasies he is a superior playing character to Mario in every respect
1: I don't even know what to do with that I'm just
0: telling you it's just the truth you obviously don't know anything about Mario and Luigi and the universe they
1: inhabit well, I know that Luigi was played by <laughs> by uh, who's he in the movie? Oh yeah, that's going. This is going Leguizamo. Well so <laughs> there you go, Leguizamo. So <laughs> is Mario
0: Cheech? I don't even have any remember any memory. No, of that.
1: Mario is um is um Bob Hoskins. Oh right, oh, and, yeah, his John, <laughs> and his brother is John. And his brother is John it's <laughs> some weird genetic twist <laughs> we don't know i'm not really sure i re- i remember absolutely nothing about the super mario brothers movie like absolutely zero
0: i forgot it existed until you brought it up right now oh my god you know i was watching cable in a hotel room and that jennifer lopez's character in the wedding planner is italian what so her you know what the wedding planner is right yeah she steals matthew Com- McC- 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 she steals matthew
1: McConaughey from his wife who plays his wife in that?
0: I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember Bridget
1: Monahan. <laughs> Poor Bridget Monahan. She's always being left by is somebody. It, is that who it is? I don't know, but it wouldn't. <laughs> I think Bridget Monahan gets left at the uh, at the altar by uh, in serendipity. But who is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. somebody. It's somebody like Bridget Monahan. It's like Bridget Monahan. Someone.
0: It's actually Pete Sampras's wife, Bridget
1: Wilson. Well, who would leave Bridget Wilson for J Lo? It's crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I feel like
0: if I had that choice, I think I'd make the same one. But it, the reason I bring it up is because it seemed like she was Italian because that would be what would be perceived as acceptable.
1: As opposed to just being Puerto Rican, like she can't just be she can't be Hispanic. Yeah, she can't it's
0: be a Yeah, because it's two thousand and one. But Matthew McConaughey
1: wouldn't leave.
0: Just the <laughs> way, <laughs> way the movie describes it the way it seems important to the movie in a way that doesn't need to be talked about in any way it was it was weird that's all, <laughs> that's, all. that's our show our thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod where we hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you don't already please subscribe and or review via your favorite podcast provider and don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show we'll be back next week with more pop culture life strategies and existentialism and until then it's a me mario